On this day after Christmas, we're reminded of a part of the Christmas story that didn't actually take place on Christmas Day, but probably as much as two years later. We traditionally call them wise men, but more accurately, they were magi from the east who saw a star, and in that star saw the hope of a Savior King. Here's Pastor Jim Bradford with today's Central Moment. I welcome you again to Central Moments today, day after Christmas. I hope you had a good day yesterday celebrating, possibly you're celebrating today. I know my family can't always celebrate on Christmas Day because it depends on when we can all be together. They live in different parts of the country. But uh, you might be celebrating today, Christmas, and I trust it'll be a great day. But it is technically December 26th, the day after Christmas. And I want to tell you about an event um, that happened after Christmas Day, after Jesus was born. In fact, it could have happened up to two years after Jesus was born. And that was the visit of the, we sometimes call them wise men or the Magi. Matthew in Matthew chapter 2 describes this story and he calls them the Magi from the east. These were likely from uh, Persia. They were Persian Magi. And they had to, they, they would do divination through astrology. They would interpret dreams. They were some of what would be considered the wise men, the advisors in the country. We sometimes just call them the wise men. Uh, but they were technically magi. And they were also kingmakers. They were often associated with the coronation of Persian and Median kings. And so, and so these incredibly influential, authoritative people... They are watching the skies. There's something of anticipation of a savior king to come. And they see a star in the east. This is a very large, long journey by foot all the way from present-day uh, Iran all the, way to, all the way to Israel. From that area of Iraq and Iran all the way to Israel will be a very long journey. And they took it because they saw this star. And they knew they were looking. These kingmakers were looking for a king. And they came and encountered in Jerusalem the very insecure King Herod and said, where is he born, king of the Jews? And this, of course, is not something Herod would have wanted to hear. And so, and so they asked this question to him in verse 2 of Matthew 2. Where, where, where is the one born king of the Jews? We've seen his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. Not you, King Herod, but him. And King Herod uh, wasn't biblically literate like he should have been, but, but his advisors said, well, the prophet Micah in the Old Testament said the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. So they go to Bethlehem. And uh, after they had heard this, verse 9 of Matthew 2, they went on their way. And the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. I think personally this was a supernatural star, although astronomically we know somewhere in the 2 BC to 4 BC when Jesus was born, there were alignments of certain planets, there were things happening in the heavenly realms. And when they saw the star, they were the Magi were overjoyed. These kingmakers had come to worship a king. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother. Mary, and they bowed down, and they worshipped him. Jesus could have been a year old by this time, maybe even older, because Herod later had all the children, two years old and younger, killed, all the boys killed in Bethlehem, a horrid, horrid thing. But he was a very insecure king, and it just tells us that maybe 
maybe this is what happened. It, it, it could have happened any time within the first couple, a few months, maybe after Jesus' birth or later. And the amazing thing was that these were non-Jewish pagans. These were not Jewish people who work, worshipped uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But Matthew is saying, Jesus has come to be a savior king for all the world. And uh, uh, he's come for the Jews, he's come for the Gentiles, for the pagans, for the people from foreign nations. This is why, as followers of Jesus, we're so invested in foreign missions right now, and taking the gospel to unreached parts of the world. We see a picture of this right here in Matthew. These are pagan, non-Jewish people, and they've come, and they bowed down and worshipped, and they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It's because they give three different kinds of gifts that we sometimes talk about the three wise men. Uh, early church tradition in the East uh, believed there were 12 wise men. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the text or the message. Jesus has come to be our, 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 our Savior King. And they presented him gold, which sometimes represents royalty. And frankincense, which speaks of priestly worship. And myrrh, which sometimes was used to embalm and spoke of his death coming. I mean, all of this right here, it's remarkable. And I want to invite you today to make Jesus your savior king. We need a savior. We need a king to rule. We do a terrible job at being our own gods. But let's come, no matter who we are, and bow before the savior king. We honor you today, savior king. Thank you, Jesus, for being born into our world and that the nations are still coming to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.